I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that this fortnight is pitting four movies with lots in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious. This is week two of our Ultimate Avengers Showdown. And this week in the red corner, Thanos is coming. He's coming. He's a plague, guys. He invades planets, takes what he wants, wipes out half the population. Yes, it's finally time for the big bad with a nutsack for a chin, Thanos, to make his entrance. Because from 2018, we're talking Avengers Infinity War. While in the blue corner... We're in the endgame now, as the Avengers go on a time heist in an attempt to undo all Thanos' hard work in Infinity War and bring back their chums. The epic end to the entire Infinity Saga, and arguably the end of the MCU being consistently good from 2019. It is, of course, Avengers Endgame. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. To see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles. That they never could. God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. So it's week two of our Ultimate Avengers showdown, but which of the four films is the best? Let's find out together. Welcome to Clash of the Titles. Hello, Clash Potters. Hear me rejoice. The universal scales tip towards balance because of your sacrifice. Smile, for even in death, 
you have become children of Clashpod. <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> You are, actually. That's so true. Of all three of us, it's you. <laughs> I'm, you I'm, I'm happy up. with that. Honestly, I, I, I put it out there now. Love Thanos. I know you do. So, so much. Tried to disguise a character in something we wrote together as Thanos. I was like, why does he sound so fucking serious? <laughs> you know, you know Thanos? I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought I'd get away with it. But now, obviously, you've seen him and you're like... That line seems familiar. Yeah, I don't think we should do that. (laughs) He should never say, I am inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, sorry, I'm Vicky Crompton. Chris Tilly. Great stuff. Welcome then to part three of this Avengers showdown. We did Avengers and Ultron last week. We're doing Infinity War today and Endgame on Thursday, at which point we'll announce definitively which is the best Avengers film. So no connection section this week and no clues and guesses because you knew what was coming. But our regular reminder, if you're in the business for a little extra clash of the visual variety, completely free of charge, why not subscribe to our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel? In fact, please subscribe to our Clash of the Titles YouTube channel. It's a lot of fun and you will help us grow the pod. (sighs) Deep breath. Everyone ready? Yeah. Everyone ready? Yep. Right. Let's get into this. On Thursday, Chris will be leading us through the portal to a moment in cinema that is quite simply magnificent, magnificent, as he tackles Endgame, which means today, dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same, and now it's here. Or should I say, she is. V, take us on a journey. Infinity War is the one where, depending on your tolerance for people going, the Avengers, who, and Benedict Cumberbatch more generally, joking, these films get properly good. (laughs) Because the baddie is actually decent, as long as you can reconcile his understanding of an infinite universe having limited resources. Cap's had the Dark Knight treatment, and if you don't know anything, it's always better. You get to see Wanda do more wandering, as long as you can stomach how cloying and helpless her boyfriend is. Bruce can't get it up, which is pretty convenient, and quite funny. Pepper's hardly in it, massive bonus. (laughs) And there's a real plot. Stop the big bad man question mark from getting the shiny things and evaporating half the universe and so the band all the band's friends and the band's groupies get together to a sneak up on thanos by crashing a massive ship onto his home planet b stop him getting one of those really hard stones by taking him directly to it along with the one thing he needs to get it which is you and c make an axe and none of these things go quite to plan, but that's okay, because actually Thanos is so good that you, I mean me, I, basically do want him to succeed, and so he duly does. And we, half of us, probably not me, uh, turn to Ash. <laughs> not real Ash, though, because at the time of release, half the cast were already being announced in the trades in various sequels, so that kind of undoes the impact, but no matter. Oh. There we are. Big issue. You've hit the nail. Vision... Because I, I, I rewatched in preparation for today, I rewatched uh, Civil War and Ragnarok. I didn't bother with the others. I watched those two because I think those two have the most impact on Infinity War. Vision is not good in any... Like, they create this superbot. They call him a superbot. And at no point does he ever do anything no, good. I was He's really let down. Because, again, I haven't seen them, but I know WandaVision is good and she's devastated that this magnificent creature that she loved has died. And I knew all of that. And then he's just like, oh, my head. <laughs> That's kind of it. Yeah. It's, it's very disappointing. I mean, the, the big problem is that not only does he do nothing good, he gets beaten up all the time, gets beaten up at the start of this. <laughs> But then, when you rewatch Civil War, he he cripples Rhodey as Does well. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason that uh, Rhodey, Don Cheadle's character, has got the special thing around his legs is because he was shot by Vision on purpose. No, by oh, accident. Because so he's, he's rubbish. Because oh, he's that bad. <laughs> he even says when like Tony goes, "The fuck was that?" Sorry. He goes, 
I got distracted. That is his excuse. I got distracted. Right. Okay, so I've, this is the first time I've seen this, as we've established, but I don't think that's true for you. Uh, no, uh, no. So uh, two stories. Uh, one kind of heartbreaking, but also, uh, you know, I- I'm good with it. So Wednesday, the 2nd of May 2018 uh, was when I saw this at the cinema because it was the same day I got engaged. Oh, love. Yeah. OK. No, God, no. I remember you saying that story yeah, It's now. fine. Walked yeah. past a ring shop, saw a ring, then went in to see Infinity War, came out, bought the ring, yeah. got engaged. Uh, so, uh, yeah, watched Infinity War and got engaged at the same day. And, uh, you know... Only one of those turned out to be a good thing. Wah, wah, wah. It's like you bought your own Infinity Gauntlet that day and ultimately it destroyed you. <laughs> yeah. I am that <laughs> Oh, my God. So that. Well done, you. Good, good work. Good save. Good really save. Really good. Every um, cloud, yes. Yeah. Since then, however, uh, this movie is the movie I have watched more than any other in the history of cinema. More than Jaws. I've seen this probably upwards of 25 times. So are you too embarrassed to say it's your favourite film? Is that the trouble? <laughs> so weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always say Jaws, and that's good. It's uh-huh. got prestige, it's got legacy, it's got history. Yep. But if you really want to go, it's Avengers 3. <laughs> I, I heard, when I was doing my research and listening to interviews, I heard a man interviewing the, uh, the Russos. I'm guessing he's in his 30s telling Anthony Russo that he'd seen Endgame last night and it was now his favourite film of all time. (laughs) (laughs) He's in his 30s. Okay, so (laughs) Infinity War has more moments that make me pump my fist in the air. Put it this way. If the shark entered through a portal from the sky and went, bring me Brody, then Jaws is a better film. But <laughs> That would be amazing. Right? P.S. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, saw it, saw it at a preview screening. It's the same with all these. I was just covering the hell out of these films. Yeah. So it felt like homework, if I'm honest, yeah. <laughs> trying to make a note of every bloody thing that happened. I've got a better story on Thursday for watching Endgame, though, okay. I do. All right, well, let me tell you a small piece about this film. Um, you probably know it all anyway, but here we go. I want to hear it, though. I haven't got anything that special, <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, yeah, it's, it's, not, this, it's not a weird production. No, it's they a just machine. made it. They made them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, everyone knows it's the Marvel conveyor belt. Yeah. But at this point, it was churning out some good products. Yeah, so it started at Avengers 3. It was going to be a two-parter. Apparently... <laughs> It was dreamt up on a creative retreat, and that's where uh, Kevin Feige read, he just hires out centre parks, but you're not allowed to call your kids. <laughs> that's not true. They probably go to, where would they go? Marvel are like, come on, guys, get in the minibus, we're going on a break. <laughs> where do they go? Just some ranch. Silver Lake. It'll be some ranch somewhere. Yeah. But he, said, he was like, no phones. And it's like, your boss is going, you can't call anyone. <laughs> He's like, work. That's not fun. Uh, never mind. Can you imagine Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr.? You know, Mark Ruffalo all having to seal their phones in their special cases like they have to do at screenings. Go, <laughs> yeah. you'll get it back at the end. It's like, no, you can't call your I'm wife. I'm sure it was more the writers. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, but then Robert Downey Jr. probably barged his way in and be like, <laughs> I should be in every scene. <laughs> I'm the heart of this movie. Okay, bye. <laughs> anyway, so it's announced in 2014, 2018 release for part one, 2019 for part two. As this is all happening as Joss Whedon is finishing Age of Ultron. Anyway, he doesn't want it. So it's a young man game or it's Kevin Feige's man's game, whichever. He says he made a clean break, not because we had a falling out, because I was like, I can't. But you know when says someone says something's not, that's always what it is in life. Mm-hmm. So if I ever say to you, it's not that I don't want to come, it is that. Like, Or it's not that uh, I hate that person, it is that. Right. Yeah, okay. Always. I see what you mean, yeah. Always, yeah. It's I not like I've asked I, everyone, I have. I felt like he was done, though. <laughs> yeah, he. I think some yeah. of the cast have actually said he, he, we were 
you know, we all had input. So it was like, you know, herding cats for him trying to sort of, you know, when he went, you know, we might try it like this. That started a ripple effect, yeah. uh, which everyone was like, but if he does that, maybe I should do this. And it oh, was like God, every imagine. scene. So annoying. Mm. I mean, I do wonder what it means. This is my naivety and it, lack of any sort of real world experience for this. But what it's like actually to direct in the classic sense. Hello, I'm Joe and Anthony Lewis. I'm going to direct this movie today. And it's 75% of it, keeping all these different egos from just imploding by being mm. like, he's got more to do than me. And who's the star and who's the big name and all the rest of it. And moving these huge pieces of machinery around and getting terrified when you're like, that was $3 million just then. It would be, it would be fascinating to actually be on a set and, and watch this covert because they would never let you on and just yeah. see who was really cool. Like whether Chris Hemsworth is like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't, honestly, I, whatever works, man. I also think it might make it harder to act up if you're surrounded by all those other people. As in, you can't be the one. Yeah, you can't be the one in front of all of the others to be the one that's difficult. Do you really think that? I, I think, I think you reach, you cross a threshold when you believe in you that the the product that is you, the star, so much that you are there, you become oblivious. Are you talking about yourself? No. Okay, just checking. Abstract. Abstract conversation. Nothing to do with with me. But I am. I I am the best. I am a product. I am a product. I am the product. (laughs) And you become oblivious. What? (laughs) Good good product, though. Good product. No, he's an excellent product. Can't talk to the human beings. We can sell shit. (laughs) We believe it. Put him on a stage. (laughs) So, as we all know, uh, rather than Joss Whedon, it goes to Joe and Anthony Russo, who have done Civil War and Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, So you will, I think you just alluded to this, there's a lot of other Marvel films being released as uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely are writing the script. It is, that's fascinating, the process of pulling together all these threads as your character arcs keep changing and trying to bring that all together with a kind of red line of like, no more changes <laughs> because we can't cope with it. And um, also locations and stuff like that because uh, Black Panther, I think, was the last film to come out before Infinity it War was, yes. and they were like, can we set the final battle at Wakanda or are we going to have audience fatigue where they've just seen Wakanda Mm. and we're doing the same again? Mm -hmm. Uh, And apparently some of the other directors from the MCU would help out. So James Gunn, you know what he's like for him? He's like, this this song, it has to be this song for when you first see the Guardians. Mm. Um, And then the scene where Quill is uh, going to kill Gamora. Well, and he does. He wasn't going to. The, 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 the writing duo, they were like, we don't want to do that. And James Gunn was like, but he would. And so they were like, if you say so. Mm. So they're very gracious about all of this. But I think that sounds like a nightmare. Like you've, this is, That's a very powerful scene as these things go. And someone comes along and goes, I don't think he'd do that. You'd be like, I don't care it, what you think. But a lot of it came from the cast, though. Like, um, uh, I'm going to, this is the one time I'm going to mention it. I've got Pom Clementief on my other podcast this right. week, a trip oh, to the movies. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about that. And it, it was very much the cast are so loyal to James Gunn yeah. and these characters that he created that they did want to make sure that what any lines that they were given that James Gunn didn't particularly write, mm-hmm. they wanted to check they were in keeping with the Guardians characters that he had created. Which and, sounds like a nightmare. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. <laughs> it must be like, right, it, James is on a plane, so we <laughs> yeah. cannot get and hold of I'm him. the writer! <laughs> um, so... Obviously, it's a big deal, secret kind of thing. So they wrote some fake scripts. That's more work, but I hope they got paid for that. Um, Robert Downey Jr., apparently, and Chris Evans, they're the only people who read the whole script, which means no one knows who gets dusted, as they say. Um, 
Now, I noticed this. I obviously, when I watched this film for the first time in the week, because I, I have to spin through the credits because there'll be something in the credits, mm. and my thing just landed on a thank you to the um, the Arrested Development, whoever owns the rights to Arrested Development, sure. right? So I was like, what the fuck is that what doing is, there? I don't know that. So, yeah, Russo's. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. So the Russo's did the pilot for Arrested Development. I know this, but I was like, why are we getting, why are we credit? It's a copyright credit kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. But apparently, they wanted David Cross to be in it. He, as Tobias Funk, and he couldn't. So I think he's in the collector's bit somewhere, like him. <laughs> but that's what I read. I didn't spin back and check. Anyway, if anyone else has noticed Arrested Development, that's what the internet says has happened no, there. I did not know that. Um, I, w- I'm not, I mean, I couldn't find out much about why Josh Brolin for Thanos, apart from the fact that he's amazing. Mm. <laughs> this is well, they saw him. They must have seen him play the villainous older brother in Goonies and thought <laughs> that is the ultimate yeah. villain in the universe. <laughs> i tell you what I did read, though. So the first draft of, it's the long film anyway, first draft was like 250 pages, like bloody hell. And they were going to have him narrate the fucking thing, which is just like, oh, you just, so open on what, a narration. Thanos? Yep. Well, yeah. it is his movie, isn't it? He's yeah. the protagonist. Yeah. He, he oh. goes on. Yeah. He goes on a proper hero's yeah, and journey, and that's why it's good because yeah. you've got fatigue with these. The Avengers, essentially, at this point, it's like we should get on. We don't get on. Yeah. Let's get back together to do the job. Now we get on, and I, that is getting a bit wearing sure. after all this time. So the fact that he's the protagonist is a brilliant idea. Mm. So he has uh, he has twenty nine minutes of screen time he in does. the movie, and then it's uh, a jump down by ten minutes to Gamora. And Tony Stark is like Iron Man, 18 minutes. Yeah. He's got like... Don't tell his agent. <laughs> Livid. Mm. So, but then I did see a picture of Josh Brolin in his mocap suit, but he's also got a cardboard cutout yeah. of Thanos above his head. So I, and I would just wish I hadn't seen that. I don't, I will never look for that. I've, I read about that photo. I'm like, I never need to see that photo. I wish that photo didn't exist. Marvel should not let that photo have got oh, out there. Terrible. It's like, there, there is the, 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 the reduction of your villain to yep. atoms. The mocap I can call with but the cardboard bit <laughs> above his head it looks really cheap it looks very and we, we talked about it on Thursday like respect to these actors because that's what they're dealing with when they're emoting and we talked about it with Elizabeth Olsen talking to Ultron on Thursday <laughs> last week you know when she's talking to two red tennis balls above <laughs> James Spader's head you wouldn't know there's also a picture in that same article and it's this isn't funny because no one can see it. It's Peter Dinklage, and then he's got tiny cardboards, Thor's and Groot next to him on the floor, and they're just they're paper stick figures. There's Peter Dinklage looking down at these. He needs a, he needs an eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, is this how we make films? It's, I mean, weirdly, yeah. there are action figures of all those characters, so why not why not pop down the Disney store and grab a few? This was my other favourite fact because all I've got is like little facts because it's you know. There isn't much in the making of. Do you know about the um, the subreddit, which was Thanos did nothing wrong? <laughs> I love it. I, I doesn't I'm not me. a Reddit person, right. and especially not subreddit. Anyway, so one member of this group, there's a, there's a group called Thanos did nothing wrong, and then someone was like, half of the people in this group should be randomly banned. <laughs> 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 and so that news of that gets out. The group gets massive. There's like seven hundred thousand people <laughs> on it, and then someone gets Josh Brolin to snap his fingers, and then half the group were just banned. <laughs> How fun! Is that? Yeah, that's really good. I that's love good. it. That's good. Was um, it? Was it this as well? Where the, the rumor was that Ant Man was going to fly up Thanos's butt? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that the thing? And he, Paul Rudd ended up having to address this. No, Ant Man doesn't. That's not how they win at the end. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with Ant Man. I've not seen the Ant Man. I love um, 
Oh, I forgot his name. Now. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. But he's just so daft that's to me. A, uh, that's a horrible scene in The Boys where that actually happens. It, well, it's but it's in the front, not the back, isn't it? It's in the willy. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, he, he he goes down his willy and, he exp- and then grows big in the willy and explodes the willy. I think I around then I stopped watching because the boys is I've become more sensitive. This is this is about my level now. Infinity War is where I exist, yeah. and, and things that are too dark have started to upset me. It's just a natural part of. Is it? Of course it is. Right? Yeah, it's normal. Uh, just to do some boring money facts, it made. Did we do do this last week? It made over two billion, but it's not the highest grossing Avengers film. Do you know which one that is? Endgame. Yes, Endgame, Infinity War, and then from MCU, then Spider-Man, No Way Home, mm. The Avengers, and then Age of Ultron, those are the top five. Mm. All making just staggering, unbelievable amounts of money. I was surprised to find out this only got 85% on Rotten Tomatoes compared to any, Endgame's any 94%. I don't put any store by Rotten Tomatoes whatsoever. Right. I couldn't regard it any lower. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. Well, this only got 85 85% of what? Cool. By whom? We, what the uh, fuck? We don't need to have the sponsorship meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it because you like it. And it's like, I didn't like this film, <laughs> says some fucking local paper in some <laughs> bit of Washington. I don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> some bit of Washington. So specific. Sorry if you live in a bit of Washington. Apologies. It's essentially, because it's American, we're like, they're American. But it's basically like someone from Preston, the Preston Observer going, this wasn't as good as I thought. Okay, not bothered. I don't, I mean, I don't have like high regard for actual film critics, no offence, Chris, but ah, still, I come don't, on. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a horrible, nasty sidebar, wasn't it? It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You, it's just, you, you had a bad experience like... in Washington. <laughs> You're finding a way to uh, talk about that without addressing it. But when you said, I'm, do I'm surprised that this got 85% rather than 94 what do you think's in the because difference? Because the same, the, same, the same little paper from a part of Washington <laughs> clearly reviewed Infinity War and Endgame because they were released within a year, so it's most likely the same journalist. So I'm just saying, I find it strange that this Endgame's got basically 10% Not higher. Not to skip to the end anyway, but you find that strange. <laughs> that is, you think that's... A, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that's hey. wrong. Hey! Jeopardy, 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 I agree with you. It's currently the sixth highest grossing movie of all time, though, this. This one, okay. Yeah, that's where it sits. That's I don't care it. about that either. No, I suppose... I don't know. I found, I, 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 I found that information on Wikipedia. Any thoughts? A piece of shit? <laughs> it's useful, but also... Right. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Fuck it. <laughs> it's run, run by volunteers. <laughs> Don't they need training? Sure. Right, good. Uh, do you know what? I've been wanting to say that about Rotten Tomatoes for four years. <laughs> it felt like a lot of that. Yeah. None of that is your, is your fault. It never is. I know. I didn't. But every I, single I, time I, you bring it up, I think, oh, fuck that. <laughs> and then I never say anything. That's good. It's good. I feel lighter. Yeah, you managed to take down Rotten Tomatoes in an unnamed part of Washington. So there we go. <laughs> Couldn't even point to it on a map. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's had enough of a kicking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's start this film. Uh, all right, so who's the voice of the distress call at the start? Do you know Kenneth Branagh? That's right. Yeah. One point to you. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> that, little. That was, fight. Real, that was the real quiz. That was the real quiz. <laughs> I don't know. You win. Mm. All right, so yeah. good. Here we go. We so. are not a Warcraft. No, we are not a Warcraft. <laughs> Is that I'm Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop shooting, for God's sake. Why are you making your mouth so little? <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, when you meet him, I'm tiny. I'm famously like, a tiny mouth. I said that. Such a shakes. big voice for such a yes. tiny mouth. When he's doing the Shakespearean enunciation, giant mouth. That's why he grew the moustache for uh, Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be Poirot, but to, like, you've got a disgustingly small mouth, Ken. huge moustache makes my mouth seem so small. It's not naturally small. <laughs> anyway, so this is these are all these are like this film from my p- very personal perspective because I know that they're a juggernaut and I know I've never seen them and that is egregious. Mm. And here we are. So I finally meet Thanos, which I have been waiting for, and I am ready to be disappointed because it's CGI. I loved Ultron, so I was like, I think okay, can it be as good as that? And it's just so unbelievably good. The voice is perfect casting. And I wasn't expecting, I don't even have it here, but later on, the characterisation of this person, is he a person? Thing? God? Man? Titan. What's that? Someone from Titan? Titan, yeah. Okay, is that that? He's the mad Titan Thanos, his home world is called Titan. Yeah. So he's a Titanite. He is a Titan. No, he's, it's just a Titan. <laughs> Fine, I mean, we've, this is like where we had the massive argument about what you call earthquakes on other planets. They're still called earthquakes. That's what I said. Right. Okay, good. Okay. One of you disagreed. I didn't One disagree. of you did. No. I was. Yes! Yes! <laughs> she said it. She admitted it. That carry was, on. Carry, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Keep calm there and carry on. Sni- oh, no. We're keeping that. Head. I told you. I knew it. I didn't say that. That can't have been me. You do call he- them earthquakes on other planets. Hearing it back now, that definitely wasn't me. Right. What? Oh, of no. Of we don't call them earthquakes. No. They, they, are. they, they absolutely are. Do He's a have, Titan. Do you have Earth on Titan? He's a Titan. No, you have, you have soil, whatever. You don't have Earth. He's a Titan. You were wrong then. You're wrong now. He's a Titan. He's a Titan. He, right, he is a Titan. Hey, do you know his big line here? No. I'm going to do it now. I'll remind us on Thursday. But where I didn't realise this until this watch, which is why it's exciting for me. This is time number 26, let's call it. You spot something new where he says, I know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail nonetheless. It's frightening. It turns the legs to jelly. Mm. That is basically him describing the end of Endgame. Is it? Because when he loses, obviously believing he's right, because he's Thanos. Yeah. And he, he sits down, he kind of slumps down oh, yeah. on the rock, collapses onto it, it turns the legs to jelly. He's describing his own end. Well, I'm not saying he knows it, because I've tried to work it out oh, with all I the freaking timelines and everything. Yeah. There's no way he knows it at this moment, I don't think. But no. it's still, he's describing the end of Endgame for him. Well, they shot them back to back, they had a month break, so it's very possible to do that. Like, it is clever, and it's, it's a cool thing when you realise, because there's a gap between you seeing them. But mm. obviously, if you're going to write them in a wanner and shoot them in a wanner, you might as well. Kind of do that thing. Watching him beat up Hulk is very satisfying, though. Mm. Yes. Because Hulk is just this ball of rage, and Thanos is as strong, and yet he's just smarter and more tactical and yeah. calmer, and it works really well. And obviously, it then helps to put Hulk on his journey. So there's so much going on here, mm. and we kill someone, which you know yeah. we need. So we need someone dead early doors. It's pretty horrific, actually. So Loki dies. Yeah. Um, just for those of you at the back, like me, just in case no one's seen this film. Thanos has got two stones, yes? Uh, now, at the end of yes, this scene. He does, yeah. And he wants four more. Um, so, you know what? I just want to uh, circle back. Can we circle back? We, to, of course we um, can circle back. The Love conversation to. you and I had about Ultron as a villain um, and how I didn't feel like as a CGI character with no features. Yes. Uh, it was difficult to really get Connect. the nuance. Yeah. And there's a moment here that I think perfectly defines why Thanos works in a way Ultron didn't, which is where he threatens to kill Thor and Loki says, 
kill away. Yeah. And there's that tiny, oh, tiny yeah. where expression where he's like, it. wow, yeah. okay. Which Ultron just could never do, which yeah. is, again, why I don't think Ultron works. He's got quite small eyes and he still still manages Manage to make that work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 He's mostly chin thing. Now, if you put Kenneth Branagh's mouth with Thanos's <laughs> eyes... You have no face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that fight with Hulk, it's the bit where um, the more Ebony Moore goes... Uh, let him have his fun. Mm. And you're like, wow, this is a guy who it's just, it's not even a challenge to take down the strongest Avenger. Uh, yes. In terms of that death, though, I mean, this is where the Russos were at an advantage that that Joss Whedon wasn't. So he had to introduce a character and then kill them in Quicksilver. Yeah. Didn't work. The Russos are, are allowed to kill a, a character that's become beloved over a series of movies, and so it has much more of an impact. Heimdall less so, but they kill him as well. They do. I don't think Idris Elba was very happy about that. I read an interview around the time where he was like, well, it would have been nice to have done a bit more. Uh, <laughs> I can't blame him, and they said it was hard telling people that they've got to die, but... They're going to die, but I mean that's the name of the game. Yes, but you are right. This it does do so much in this scene. So you've got you've got the Incredible Hulk's journey, the Hulk's journey, the vengeance story for Thor, and yeah. uh, the Stone Collection plotline all delivered. Like I think uh, Stephen McFeely said, it, it, basically every scene had to do about three things in each scene in this movie because we were juggling so many balls. Yeah, and they said they were purposely dispatching the villain from the Avengers, the, the first movie, just to show we're we're in a whole new ball game here. Right. Okay, that makes sense. But what an entrance for Thanos. What a fucking entrance. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's good. Destiny so, arrives all the same. Yeah. It is really interesting because those lines on paper, you'd be like, shut up. But it's just the way that it's done. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem ridiculous in any way. We, you know, we talked about Thor. That's a trap for an actor. Could be ridiculous. He isn't because he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But lines like that the bombast the pompousness the sort of old timey kind of I will speak in traditional declaratives and yet you're like that's fucking awesome yeah. and I think it's the voice really mm. I think because there's so much in it it can't be it is the face as well I guess you can yeah you're right anyway, it's, it's so. the delivery and everything yeah he's he's honestly like you said at the start Chris it's you know this is his story so yeah. he needs an introduction like that because yeah. you are like wow this is his journey so we're going to Earth because the Time Stone is on Earth with Doctor Strange and the Mind Stone is on Earth with Boring Vision. <laughs> this is the first time I've met Doctor Strange and I can't cope with it. To oh, be you, you didn't do his first movie uh-huh. then? It's no. Okay, yeah. No. I don't like it. That sort I of, like Benedict Cumberbatch actually. I was being sniffy before, if but you, if you've watched the, if you've watched his introduction, it does it does do a lot of work in explaining that he is a bit arrogant. Like he he's meant to be a little bit. The you trouble know, is because Iron himself. Man says it later about you being a bleaker street magician or whatever, and you just like you look like a like a pervy I hypnotist. I don't like him. No, no. I don't. I find they, him ridiculous. They cast Joaquin Phoenix, and then he left, and I still kind of wish it was had been him. Yeah, the accent's a bit off as well. I think so, but I can't believe that can be true because Benedict. Cumberbatch is a very good actor, so it can't be true, but it it doesn't feel right. I don't know. I like him because he is, you know, he makes what ultimately seem like bad decisions and he is quite selfish and he is, uh, you know, when you get onto the Sam Raimi, you know, uh, the uh, multiverse of madness. Mm. Don't, like, don't bother. It's no, fine. everyone says it's, it's shit, fine. So no, it's fine. I don't know. It's watchable, but I don't, I don't think you it need to watch it. It just looks a bit, it's not his fault, it's the comic, I guess. Mm. Bit sex offenders register. God. That's gotta hurt. So I just don't <laughs> like it very much. Okay, so it's his look. You like you genuinely. Yes, it's his look and his voice. Yeah, I don't mind when, the when, magic swirl. When Tony thing. goes, "What is your power? Making balloon animals?" You're like, "Has he been to a kids' party?" Because that's, that's problematic for me. A little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Okay. Um, but Banner's right. arrival. 
He's coming. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool, I like that. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I mean, I know he's scary. Mm. Um, How about your favourite couple? Pep, Pep and Tony. <laughs> They're jogging the, oh, together. Oh, God, in their spotless leisure wear. And then he's like, hey, I don't mean had a kid. Oh, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I don't know whether it's because you pointed this out on last week's episodes or whether, like, I've always found this quite difficult and cloying, but I, I, I'm starting to err on the side of their relationship being, as you described it, a little bit insufferable. <laughs> it's awful. Mm. It's really awful. And just to do this now, there's a bit at the end of Endgame where Spider-Man is the first person to say goodbye. She's like, excuse me, that's my fucking <laughs> husband. But you're like, that feels more right. Like, I don't want to spend any more time with you. Gross. <laughs> that's horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. Husband, but... And also, I'm not massively into Tony's weird flared camouflage outfit. It's strange. Always uh, with the flares. I'm sure I'm 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 fine. No, didn't we agree their boot boot cut, boot cut jeans? I apologize. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Boot no, because I did have an issue with it before. Yeah, still not great. Yeah. It's just they I'll, just don't I'll do seem... my change now, it's that outfit because the rest of the film is perfect. <laughs> oh, no, I needed a change. <laughs> right. I needed a change. Have, have Tony's jogging right, outfit. What we'll do, we'll have a break and you can think of a change. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. All right, so a little bit of plot, plot, plot. Do you um, like the Ben and Jerry stuff? No. Oh. Not really. Uh, it's okay. There are loads of funny nah, things that I do like. But Absolutely I rubbish. Really like that. Start it's... raving hazelnuts. Well, ben yeah. and Jerry's oh. are never apparently going to make these. They exist just, only in the MCU. Okay. Just, <laughs> yeah, don't care. Don't want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to get the Mind Stone, Mind Stone, don't know if it gets a, a possessive. We need Vision. To get Vision, we need Cap. 
And then why? Now, I don't yeah, know why they say, we can't get vision unless we use cap. They don't know where he is. That's the problem. Vision turned off his transponder. Yes, you know you love words. Oh, like that's that. such a made of it. His transponder. Uh, yeah, they, he yes, turned off his, his transponder because he wanted some alone like time. Like he's a fucking massive. So yeah, why though? Why he wanted some alone time where it was just him and Wonder. No, and, no. Why? Why do they need? Why is Captain America the only person? Because that can Cap- find him? Captain America is better. He's like covert now because he's left the Avengers. They broke up like the Beatles and. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's sort of like out there doing shit. He's like being Black Widow's right. a super spy. Right, it's just he, weird. But she's yeah. with Cap, so they're working together. They've, they've, okay, we'll get Black Widow. This is because the, did you watch? You didn't watch Civil War either, did you? Nope. So okay, so they Cap, fell out. Cap uh, the, the Sokovia Accords. That's a big thing. And Cap and Cap, um, and Iron Man really fell out. They fell out hard. <laughs> so <laughs> that's such baby's language but anyway so anyway so cap is like he's not part of the avengers he's in a separate group of them with falcon and black widow and yeah. i don't think vicky cares <laughs> and i think everyone knows who's listening so right. it's fine all right so let's do this yeah because i know we talked at length about how you hate burr, burr, oh i'm burr, into it burr, now burr. yeah oh are you yeah because it's hit me over the head so much so no, what's happened is have they changed it no what's happened is quite an average piece of music you've heard set to really good imagery oh, and it's made yeah. you think the music's yeah. better when actually it sounds like this maybe i was thinking maybe stargate score <laughs> it's not <laughs> not it's, not the movie the tv show no. by the way i mean it's that level i will say it's that level on twitter like because Chris put up the clip of of us arguing about that. It's a 50, oh, it's 50 50 so far. So we're all right. It's nice. It's balanced. No, a lot of people that's happened to where they've seen cool things and they think <laughs> just, it sounds why cool. Why can't it just be parity? Why Who, can't there be balance in the world? I mean, imagine buying this on vinyl. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point I'm Christmas, making is <laughs> one of the greatest moments in this film is what you're about to describe with the score where Captain America turns up at Edinburgh Waverley Station. Oh, yeah, that. And it's like... Da-da-dun, da-da-dun. Okay, fine. Uh, we'll get there. Right. I've just got like three... Uh, basically, I've only got like three other things to say and then it's just like action, action, action. So don't do my Edinburgh bit just yet. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Just, just let, give me let a minute. Vicky do her thing. All right, sorry. I thought you'd got to there. I thought you said Captain America was turning up. That's the no, only reason I went there. I'm saying we've got to have Cap, but before we get there, we've got this really old flip phone. And I was like, is this set in the actual past? Or is that what phones look like in 2018? Because I don't remember. But they look... That is, how bad that is that phone? It's not, is not it? remember. I'm worried that she's forgotten. Because I was like, that can't be a 2018 phone. I had a smartphone in 2018, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but Iron Man doesn't. Apple, and obviously unless Apple went, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll do a deal on the well, movie. You can have an old flip phone from the 90s. But it's probably Tony like, Stark, the richest man in the world. It's, Tech genius. It's probably got a transponder in it. It so. probably does. Do you know what? Yeah, it probably does right. have a transponder in it. So anyway, I wanted to talk about Ebony Moore, because I don't know who Ebony Moore is, mm. and he's he they are my favourite. <laughs> because I love, not the face makeup or anything like that, or the CGI, but just chop Pin stuff in half super calmly. Yeah. I fucking love that. It's I just great. thought it looked amazing. It's very sad when they die. Um, the children of Thanos. Yes, the mm. Black Order. Is that right? Mm. Thank you. Well, yeah. I did some reading. Good. <laughs> anyway, so got a bit of 70s upbeat R&B, specifically the Spinners, which means the Guardians of the Galaxy are here. And so is Thor. Little bit of a gag thing about the deep voice thing. I liked it. Yeah. 
it's a little bit undercuts the sentiment, perhaps. But I don't care about the sentiment because I think the sentiment is silly. So I just like watching. No, that. it's funny. Very. All oh, the Russo said so much of it's improvised when it's those guys as well. They yeah. said we wrote a script. They do three takes of the script, and then you let these actors take over. They improv. And then all of them go off and figure out how to combine them both and Ugh. they shoot the third version. More work. These people have worked their arses off. But they're all in on it. They're, they all like doing it that way because I think because... I bet the writers don't. Chris I bet Pratt, like, great improv, guys. <laughs> I don't think so. I think when you've got Chris Pratt playing Peter Quill, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth playing Thor, I think you've got comedy gold. God, you could just hang out with him all day. I love him. It's interesting that they use um, the Rubber Band uh, Man song. Yes. Because that's a song that the writer, I never knew this connection, the writer uh, wrote because his son was being bullied for being overweight. Aww. And then you've got a series of fat jokes at Quill's expense. Yeah, you know, fat, you can't yeah. eat dumbbells. Yeah, they don't still work, unfortunately, I don't think. Still, this is 28. How long ago do you think 2018 was? That's so weird, isn't it? Like, what, <laughs> Has the world changed that much? No. no. But you wouldn't do it now. Well, you wouldn't do it now. Well, he got criticised at the time. Did it? All right. Yeah. Okay. The bit, uh, the one of the best lines, one of the lines that I love here is where he goes, we need to go to Nidavellir. Mm. That's a made-up word. All words are made up. <laughs> Fucking great. I love that line. <laughs> so, Scotland. Uh, here we go. So, Wanda calls Vision Viz now, which I found disgusting. <laughs> I can't explain it. In terms of bad couples, no one's beating... Pepper and Tony, yuck, run from them. But these two, yeah. fuck me. He turns, he turns a bit Hugh Grant here, yeah. where he's stumbling over oh, his words. And, oh. I can't. and then he's like, what do you say? I just see you. What? I asked you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's becoming more human, maybe, but like, do robots stumble over words? <laughs> I so. think pointedly, no, they don't. <laughs> Again, he's, he's rubbish in every, every respect. <laughs> Fighting. Shooting the right person, knowing words. <laughs> I, I remember coming out of this though and going to the pub with friends who wa- we all watched it together, and everyone being very excited about the signage in the background. Yes, saying, we we'll we deep fry, fry your kebab. kebab. <laughs> I love can't that. believe that's in an Avengers movie because they paid attention. They, they exactly, did, and so they did really shoot it at Waverley Station. They just mm. put a, just chucked up a massive green screen, but it, it just made me feel like oh, they they know that we would like that. I yes. think like that's yeah. one for us. Yeah. Uh, let's address this now. We'll come back to it at the end. I think we might have to, but isn't it weird how both the romantic relationships, the two main ones, obviously we've got Quill and Gamora, who I think fare a lot better, yeah. but mm. it, like, like with both Wanda and Vision and Tony and Pep, it's like, wow, these, for all the amazing camaraderie and Peter and Parker and Tony's relationship and Rocket and Groot, the romantic relationship that's in this film... Oh, not convincing at no. all. And yet, the both movies, it all ends on a love story. Does it? Mm. So the final shot is a romantic shot is of the it? final film. You'll yeah. have to remind me when we get there. Yeah, well, we'll. It's on Thursday. Yeah, OK. It's quite an important moment. I mean, I could talk about this all day, but I haven't written it down, so it might be a bit free-form. But is it because they're ostensibly children's movies, and so they, there's no it's sex? Not so not OK. We'll, right. we'll do it then. All right, moving on. Oh, just a quick question. We're in Edinburgh, yes? Waverley Station is the central station in Edinburgh, is it not? <laughs> it, it, it is. Where the fuck is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> it's late. Is it? Is, it? is, is that all? It's just a bit late. 
Well, trains are the still running. The shop's open, isn't it? So <laughs> I, I mean, a, tra- a train goes by, because there's that bit where a train goes by and it goes, I don't know whether you remember the bit earlier where I went, dun, 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 dun. You can do that bit now, do it. <laughs> so who's here? <laughs> Captain America, America is here. Captain America is standing and in they, the and, shadows. And they <laughs> don't kill the children of Thanos here. No. Out of some principle, because they've got no problem She's with like, killing bad people. She's like, we don't want a black widow. Nice blonde bob, by the way. Yeah. We don't want to kill you. What? what? You kill. You always kill the you bad kill guys. Why are you not killing these ones yeah, here? No, we want, we'd it's rather bit, let you go. It's a bit convenient. Uh, yes, so this is Proxima, Midnight, and Corvus Glade. Yes, they're a she, couple, they and that are. works. <laughs> Convincing. <laughs> that works perfectly. <laughs> she's Weird. a bit rubbish, though. I mean, great actress, Carrie Coon playing her, but like... Yeah. Mm. I don't know, she's just staring a lot, isn't she? She, doesn't, she just says, you'll never have another chance or something, and that's it, she's uh, gone. They but... do, though. <laughs> <laughs> we will, though. <laughs> no, no, they, they do. I, but weirdly, for all, for all the uh, tying off knots this movie does, they don't go... Told you we'd have another chance. <laughs> Seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> Low hanging fruit, as they say. Uh, so, and also, Falcons here. I don't know you, but hi, nice to see you. I've heard of you, so that's nice. Because <laughs> uh, you're on that jigsaw puzzle that my kids did all the time. So now we're in nowhere, and Gamora kills Thanos. That was easy, except she doesn't. It was a trap, a really obvious trap, I think. But fine. And then Peter's got a killer, but he doesn't because of bubbles. <laughs> It's, then, it's a big moment, though, isn't it? That he actually, he actually I'd, I'd forgotten he goes through with actually killing her. I just, it's such a weird thing. I did, I did my research after because I know it pisses you off that I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Thank by you, the Chris, way, thank you, you do whatever order you I want. I think it, that you see that moment in films before where someone is like, "I would have done it, but I didn't." Yeah, and does that have the same emotional heft as I did do it? I don't know. I think like, it does. Hundred percent. So it, it has more of an emotional heft because like, we know that he did it. Yeah, he just didn't is, know the bubbles were going to come yeah. out. This is one of the moments that I tear up about, where yeah. she's like, "She's like, yeah. you promised me." Yeah, and yeah. he eventually does it because yeah, you're good. sitting there thinking, "What would I do in that situation?" It's an impossible situation. It is an impossible, and situation. and yet he did the right thing. He did do it, right. but he it didn't did. work. Well, it's because her dad says she's asked you to do it. Like, it's really fun that her dad is like. Did you hear what she said? Yeah, like, yeah, and then afterwards he says, "I'm start, you know, he's starting to like him yeah. because he's, <laughs> he's really killed good. his daughter." Yeah. And or this not. is obviously this is like eventually when you rewatch this uh, for the twenty sixth time, sure. you realise that this is the last time he sees Gamora alive. Yeah, that's right. Or at least his version. Here's Gamora. See, I did some reading. Did some reading. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I love all the effects. Shout out for the effects team. Uh, turn so Thanos turns Drax into blocks, mm-hmm. and Mantis mm. like liquid blocks sort of thing, but doesn't kill them. And I do wonder why, because he loves killing people, and being turned into blocks would probably kill you. And I know it's not yeah, real. Yeah, he turns but... them back, doesn't he? And you're yeah. like, why have you turned why them back? I don't know that he turns them back. I think his proximity to them reduces the power of the Infinity Stone because they turn back after he departs. Okay. Oh. I don't think he goes, yeah, I'll just mess and see you. Just joking. He actually, yeah. just because he's not there anymore, they turn back. So it all ramps up a bit for me here. Um, very few notes. So feel for, please do go ahead with anything you have to say. Spider Man and Iron Man kill my favourite baddie. That is a shame. Thor is then with sad Peter Dinklage to make a storm break. Wait, this is too fast. Sorry. <laughs> you've got us. You've got Because we, we've got Cap turning up at the Avengers HQ because we've got William Hurt. Yep. Got it, yeah. Got that. Yep. I haven't written anything about it. That happened. That that does happen. Speak of it. Speak uh, to it. Harrison Ford has taken over that role now. William Hurt's no longer with us. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's stepping into the Thaddeus Thunderbolt role. That's good, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be in Thunderbolts. He's the third one, isn't he? Who was the first... Um... 
Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott did it that before that. That is in Hulk, the yeah, Ang Lee yeah. version. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I only mention this because uh, of all the lines, because I love this movie and I love so many lines. This is one of the most quotable movies in the world. The one that just is like, come again, is where Cap, Black Widow, Falcon, Scarlet Witch all come back with Vision and they're back at Avengers HQ. And obviously they've been on the road for a while, hiding out, being covert. And Rhodey goes, you guys really look like crap. And you're like, what? They are some of the most beautiful and even in this scene, well-groomed people I've ever seen. What sort of standards do you have that you look at them as they walk in and go, you guys look like crap? It's like, no wonder you're single because... <laughs> they and are no be- one likes you. They sorry. are beautiful. Is is this a dig at Cap's beard? Because he's got that beard groomed well. That is he a well groomed beard. So much better with that. Lords better. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So I'll just keep going fast, and you can just jump in with question. Yeah, go. We're off to Wakanda. Yes. Uh, the White Wolf has rested long enough. Yes. Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. Yes. Sorry. He's chopping wood. Yeah. Why have they taken his arm away? <laughs> He was, I thought I'd missed a film. It's a punishment. Well, it's not a punishment because at this point, him and Black Panther have made their peace at the end of Civil War. So he's living out his days in Wakanda, chopping yeah. wood. Yeah. But all I can think, I, I, I don't actually know, is that the, the metal arm is, it reminds him of what he was turned into, this yeah. sort of evil super warrior. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't want to see it. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just like chopping wood is easier with two arms. It is. So, Maybe it chafes. Could be. I hadn't thought, you know, maybe. I mean, again, I, I, I don't know. That, are they cleaning it? It seems, like, it, yeah. it seems like he hasn't had it for a while, but yeah, maybe. Maybe it was just Quite. moments ago, moments before that scene started. It was like this two hands chop wood. <laughs> and they were like, we'll give it a polish for you. And then they're like, oh, shit, we'll need you as well. So we just, <laughs> we're bringing it back and it hasn't even been polished. Okay, good. Uh, Thanos is off to Vormir for the soul stone. Mm. Now then, it wants a soul for a soul because he thinks it's better than the other stones, which has for nothing. Um, Were you sad about um, the recasting of Red Skull? Uh, I read about why. It's just uh, makeup, he said. He didn't want to do it. No, it was money. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice that you think the best of I do think of, of him. Hugo Weaving, I, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, he basically said we agreed more money for say, any other movies. No. And they went, they, he, he says, they went, it's really just voiceover work. And he was like, yeah, but more money, like we said. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, we don't need you. So that was that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you, it is voiceover. You wouldn't work. know, though. I don't think the guy no. does a pretty good Hugo weaving. Really he? good. Yeah. yeah. Love all the flappy, smoky gown thing. <laughs> That's the official description of it. Uh, so anyway, Thanos is crying, and then Red Skull. <laughs> oh, it's like, the hero's journey, isn't it? It's yeah. like his, dark, his darkest moment. She's like, oh, are you crying? He's like, uh, ha ha. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> Those tears are uh, few because you've got to be flung off this ledge. Because he's got to find the hero inside himself, and he does. He finds the strength to kill Gamora. It's a heroic he, act. It's an act of altruism as far as he's concerned. It's, it is, because he he knows he loves her and that it's the worst thing he can think of, but it's for the greater good. Yep, and, and, and it's because this film's all about, and both films are all about the cost of being a hero. Yes. For, for Tony, for Cap, for Gamora, for Peter, and for Thanos, and this is his moment of, of, of learning, and it's, it's just great. I think, did I, have I missed the film where, so you see him take her as a little child from her family, yeah. but I've never seen them be like a, a cuddly family. Like, no. I don't understand why he loves her so much. 
Yes, we I don't, don't understand why she hates him, but I've never seen because for a you know for a, for you to love a child, especially one that you stole, you'd want some affection. Otherwise, you're just sort of like banging on a closed door kind of thing. And the, I, so I haven't missed a film where she's like she loves him. No, no we don't see that. I guess. I guess. He loves the fact that, you know, selfishly, she's there to do his bidding and bring him closer to wiping out half the universe. Yeah. And she is fairly obedient to that. And so he loves her for getting the job done. Yeah, there's an ego thing there as well. I think he's seeing her as being his successor, you know, yes. and he's been training her up to become yeah. that. So he loves the idea of having a second Thanos. It just it just hasn't worked. When he says, you know, I, I hoped she'd sit in it one day yeah. and all of that. But the dialogue in the scene where he chucks her off the cliff it's just the way it's done where she's sort of laughing and she's like because you love nothing no one the universe has judged you yeah and he starts crying and she's like tears really and then it's red skull that goes they're not for him and the realization (laughs) on her face when she's like Fucking hell, mate. Well, that because she's so good, but she's understanding in the same beat that her dad does love her and she wasn't. She just said he didn't. Mm. And that's me. She's got to die. <laughs> so that's, that's quite a big character moment for her. It's good. Big, um, big emotional story beats in a cinema as well. You can feel it I all. bet, yeah. Because yeah. I, I imagine <gasps> this was such a community experience as well. Because yeah. you don't go on... It's not, maybe it's a date night movie. I don't imagine you go because you're like, that two and a half hour film looks okay. Like, the people no. that went were really stoked to go. So I'm sad that I didn't get to see it in the cinema. I I've, got, I've, got, I've got stories about that on Thursday for, mm. for Endgame. So, back to Wakanda. Visions in Wakanda. It's kind of... It Have feels we done like the in... Guardians meeting the Avengers uh, on Titan? I don't know. No, that was the scene before Vormi. Okay. Sorry. So, you know when Quill finally yeah. comes... Like, Pete Chris Pratt was cast by James Gunn because uh, he knew eventually this moment was going to come, that Tony Stark and... Uh, Star-Lord Peter Quill were going to meet and he wanted an actor who he felt charisma-wise and quip-wise mm-hmm. could go toe-to-toe with Robert Downey Jr., which was Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I think he does. Oh, I think yeah, in, this, in this scene, when they meet, it's fantastic and it's got that wonderful line. <laughs> it's uh, the rule of three where uh, Quill turns up and goes, I'm going to ask you this one time, where is Gamora? And Tony Stark goes, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? <laughs> and then Drax goes, I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> I love Drax. Uh, that line was, uh, Chris Pratt came up with that in that moment. Okay. He came up with uh, why is Gamora? That's good. Line. Um, I don't know if he came up with, uh, I'm half human, so the 50% of me that's stupid, that's all of you. That's a great line. That is funny. That's just, because I sit there and I go, wait, does that work? Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so this Wakanda bit, I think, just because of the way Vision's lying on a table or whatever, it's a, they're talking around him, it feels a bit like he's having his tooth out, it doesn't seem that serious um thor's with peter dinklage he basically jump starts a star <laughs> which i quite liked then there's a dog battle in wakanda <laughs> i l- tried to look up what they're called and I, I had three different names outriders outriders dog creatures mm-hmm. space dogs space dogs yes well, Whatever. space dogs. Yeah. <laughs> space dogs came from a uh, a focus group where someone had written on their focus group sheet. One of the people had gone to see the movie. They were like, "Love the space dogs," which they weren't called. Yeah. And so they put in the line where Rocket goes, "Come on, space dogs!" Yeah. Because they loved them being called space dogs That's so awesome. much. There's, I mean, there are just mo- lines in this are just like. You, you've been on such a journey from 2008 with these characters, and we'll talk more about this on Thursday. But like, just stuff like where. 
Black Panther goes and get this man a shield. It's yes. like, ah, oh, it's just like you get this like tingle from lines like that. It's amazing. You maybe don't. I don't, but it's okay. But they are there. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. line after line in this. But yeah, the restarting the star thing. Sorry, that's where you were. That's funny. Yeah. It'll kill you. Only if I die. <laughs> that's what killing you means. Oh, I don't think you need that button on it. I just think only if I die and then get out. I just I think that's mm. better. Uh, anyway, uh, so here we are. Guardians. The Guardians friends. Basically everyone. I'm not going to name them. Everyone-ish. They are now... Oh, no, sorry. Thor's magic axe that saves the day. Dog's dead. Good. So the earth bit, the Wakanda bit, done. It's made of Groot, the, the, the Stormbreaker now. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a strange thing to be holding in your hand. Bit of your mate. No, that's just what Groot does. It is what Groot does. Yeah. Um, right. Bring me Thanos! <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> amazing. And it's the reactions of, like... It's the reactions of Cap... Widow and then Bruce going, oh, you guys are screwed now. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we're fighting Thanos to get the fancy glove. We are winning, we being the goodies. But then Peter Quill gets all mad and then balls it up. So I get it as a beat. You've seen that about a thousand times, which is... Do like, you know how soap actors often get... Um, uh, people see them on the street and they can't differentiate. If you're playing a villain on a soap... Yeah. Like, fans of the soap can't differentiate between you, the actor, and the villain you play on the screen. They get abuse. Yeah. Chris Pratt, after he stops them getting the gauntlet off Thanos, yeah. got so much abuse from fans of the MCU who were like, you fucked this up, for that. it's your fault. Half the universe got wiped out because of what he does in this scene. That's actually chilling. But when <laughs> you're not being funny, that is really but scary. But when you say we've seen that moment before, we saw it recently in Seven, didn't we? Oh, yeah! Like the ending of Seven, <laughs> angering the man so much he does the wrong thing. Yeah, because um, it's easy to do. And and you were saying obviously earlier that James Gunn was involved in all these decisions. He's since come out and gone public by saying he doesn't like this scene and oh, that well. he feels it's wrong. For he said Peter Quill wouldn't have punched him and doomed the universe. Yes, and so that's for, for the Guardians that he's been writing. He feels like that was the one misstep. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's only weak because it just feels super super familiar and not in a comforting way. Yeah, like. but I I I sort of disagree with gun there because I feel like he set it up in Gu- even Guardians 2 um, he's a hothead and he shoots his dad straight away when he finds out that his dad has put a tumour in his mum Yeah, as you would but yes. I think we're setting up the fact that Peter will lose his shit over the people he loves so yeah. it does sort of work thematically um, so then Doctor Strange is getting stuck in a bit and then realities, butterflies and mirrors and it's all women, girl power <laughs> is that in this one? is that in the other one? It's in both. Oh, is it? This yeah. is. I where... found that's. I don't. I don't know what to make of my emotions over that. Like when they were like, "She's not alone." It's yeah. like because there are other women here. <laughs> 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 it just felt a bit like, "Aren't we good?" <laughs> I I really like it. Uh, I I do like the end as well, where Scarlet Witch uh, kills Proxima Midnight, and uh, Okoye goes, "Why was she up there this whole time?" <laughs> Just like every button on every scene in this is almost perfect. Yes. Although sometimes a line like that, for the sake of a laugh, you, you make the audience go, yeah. oh, yeah, why was she? It, feel, it feels like Joss Whedon creeping in a few times yeah, here, 100%. I think, with some of the quips. Yeah, where was she? Yeah, I, yeah, I like it, but I think it might undermine it a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you want to talk about lines that don't belong. Uh, I thought you were a formidable machine, but you're dying like any man. Corvus Glaive uh, says that to Vision, you're like, when was he a formidable machine? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. In, in what movie? <laughs> Have you seen any of the other movies, Corvus? 
because <laughs> he hasn't ever been formidable. When he's a crit, he's like, this is it. This is every. This is everything we have. And look at him. He's beautiful. And then he's just boring. <laughs> also, anyway. I find it weird. I mean, this is just me, and it is a kid's movie, and no kid is going to be thinking this. But when you see them in Edinburgh, and it's like, so he's in human form, so... How does it work then? What you mean? Yeah. Mm. How does it work? So can, do you have can you have sensation even Let's though? Let's not do this again. Right. We talked about Hulk penis last week. <laughs> Let's not talk about Vision penis. Yeah, but it's, no, but it's, you know it's hanging there. It's hanging there. Yeah, but it's, it's not question. when he's a robot. It doesn't have a robot penis. But this is what this is what I mean. I mean, like because they set it up like they've just woken up in bed, mm, like and they've like, been they, doing it. They've just, so it's like the suggestion is there, and you're like that he's had fun. But I just like. I think maybe he's like a service machine robot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he's got nothing. Why would you create? I don't know. That's a big question. But, but what, it is possible that he doesn't get. But any... is it? But what, what if, you, would you, if you put your hand on it, would you go vroom, straight through it? Like, like what <laughs> oh, is it made the human of? Bit. Oh, I yeah. see. I don't know. Or is it just like rubbing? <laughs> I don't know. But, sorry, very quick sidebar because this is something that really annoys me. You know, I love Cloud Atlas, and it's like my one of my favorite books of all time, and all the rest of it, and the film. I don't like the first of the film. I can't. I haven't read it for years. But the character that works in the fast food restaurant because she's a robot and she doesn't realise that she's a slave, mm. and they keep getting this promised land, and they just get recycled, and she gets to the recycling factory. In the film, she has full sex with someone and is having an amazing time. Right? She's having a good time. Right. But why would they make her have those receptors? She's a food, a fast food robot yep. that is going to be junked. They do not give them those bits. Like, what's the point? It's only there so we can go, oh, look at that lady having an orgasm. And I just find that annoying. Right. It doesn't happen in the book. Good choice, though, right? <laughs> no, it's, I can see it so clearly because I was in the cinema. I was like, what is this? Like, I was mad. Mm. Anyway, uh, God, sorry. I just need to. You get throw that. another moon at me and I'm going to lose it. <laughs> right, good. Sorry. Thank you. Anyway, Doctor Strange does the one thing he swore he wouldn't, so you know it's important. So he mm. gives Thanos the time stone to save one life, so that's fine. There must be a reason. You like bit of face acting from Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., where oh, he goes, why, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I find Robert Downey Jr.'s face acting tricky Brilliant. until I get to Endgame, and then I'm like, I forget that he's actually good. But, you know, it is a silly film, so so you've got to be so careful. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. All of it. Don't, don't use the S word. But you have to be super careful with your face acting because you're in a comic book film when you dress up as an Iron Man. Mm. So you can't go too Oscar nominated. You have to be mindful of your paradigm. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just makes me feel a bit exposed. Like when they take it too seriously, I feel silly. Oh my God, you've got to take it seriously because people are like... This is serious. People are threatening I, I, Chris Pratt in the street. I, I, can un- I can understand without having sort of built up, you know, all the other movies to this point, you could be mistaken for going, this is all a bit silly. But you have to remember that every single like iota of like all these movies has been building to these points in some way. We've been led along. Sure. And, you know, to not have watched them is fine, but to not, like, you have to understand the investment that people have in these characters and you want them to take it seriously. If there is a f- too much flippancy yes. about these performances, then you're undermining, like, 10 years of someone's life to get to this point. Okay. I that's think big. they can coexist. I think this is very silly and I take it very seriously. Okay, right. that's good. All right, so we're in the end Th- game now. Things can be more than one thing, Chris. Oh my God, welcome. Thanks. Welcome to the party. 
Uh, Wanda's got a killer boyfriend. Uh, fine, but so that means Shuri has been busy going. I've got two trillion thingy me bobs to do, mm. and then they're like, oh, I'm just going to kill him anyway. So everything. Well, they ran out of time. Yeah, they yeah, ran no, out of time. But they, they don't reuse the that effort she's put in. Was like that was all for nothing, and that's fine. Yeah, because they but, ran out of time. But I would like someone to go. Well, maybe everything she did, we could use that in some way. Maybe in the next movie, I don't know. But it's otherwise, it's a pointless. It's killing time. It's a scene that all is only there to kill time. No, it's a scene. To, it's a scene to build tension to see whether she gets it done yeah. before the aliens like get to her and Vision. Yeah, but she, I don't. I just still it's a ticking I, clock. I understand it. I just think the beat is wrong. When it's a ticking clock, it's if I don't do this, a bomb will go off. That's fine. If it's if I don't do this, and nothing. If I will don't happen, do this, and then Thanos else, will get the Infinity Stone. Yes, but then this is also my problem. He can control time, so it was. We know that as the audience, the characters don't know that. Yeah. So Wanda's like, "I'm going to kill him," but you're like, "Oh, but he's just going to undo it like really quickly." So it's a bit of a shame. You can have moments like that. Can't you have? We know you can't. The script wouldn't work. Can't you have us not know if he's got the time stone or not? And he comes out and he's like, "Well, you killed him, but it doesn't matter because I got this." But then you don't get to see all the setup on the on Titan. Sure, I don't know how much we know at this point about what the time stone does. Like it controls time. Well, yeah. I mean, what's a power stone? Never... What's, the, what's the difference between a space stone and a reality stone? At this point, I think I am so overwhelmed by the different things that are going on simultaneously that when he turns up and she kills Vision, because yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I think there's a, a muddiness to how these stones work that gives it a pass in terms of you don't immediately go, he's just going to turn back time. Okay. I certainly didn't think that the first time I watched. It. Okay. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So he's got them all now. He's done it. Clicks his fingers. Everyone, half of every, no, half of all people, but no, not half. half. Of, no, half of everyone. Half of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a fairer way to do it. <laughs> everyone gets to keep their top half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they turn to Ash. So you're sort of waiting to see who, and it's good. I do like it. I now the trouble is. I knew this was going to happen because, you know, it's impossible to avoid knowing that. But it is still very effective. And the effects are amazing, as in effective. But it is good. And wondering who's going to die. Spider-Man, fucking baby. <laughs> He's the only one that doesn't like it. Which, uh, who, which is the one? <laughs> did, did you get affected by any of them? Because obviously this is a, this is a huge moment. That, Not like, really. None of them? No, I mean, I was amazed to watch it, but I wasn't like, oh, there goes my guy. Right. Chris? Yeah, well, I think it's sad when... Spider-Man dies. Nah, baby. Um, I th- well, I think that's the point, isn't it? Because they didn't really write that stuff in the script. But then when they were with Tom Holland, they said, look, you're a boy. You're not a man. Every- mm-hmm. These are grown-ups. And also, because of his spidey sense, he's sensing it a little bit earlier than the others. So he sees other people disappearing. He knows what's coming. He can feel it. And so that's him acting what he thinks a little a boy would be saying when he's scared of dying. And so I think it's quite effective. And as I say, that was all Tom Holland. And then they said it was Danny Jr. who blocked it all and said, oh, you know, if he falls in my arms, this will... And it, it does it If does he work. falls in my arms, I'll also be in shot. So can we, <laughs> can we sort that out? But it's the right call. It's really effective. Spider-Man and also, for me, uh, Groot going and Rocket losing Groot, I think. Uh, again, this is the weird thing, isn't it? It's like these relationships... The romantic relationships, you're sort of like, eh. yeah. but like Rocket and Groot, I, like it hits me every single time yeah, Groot because disappears. These films are so loads of like ensemble stuff is, and and especially like science fi- like not sci-fi, but like sort of this kind of 
heightened reality adjacent things where you've got a big gang of people doing something it just taps into you like oh I, I want a big group like that I want to be part of something I want to feel special and valuable but a collective effort like the the satisfaction from doing something collectively and not being the one hero that steps forward is something that we lack a little bit in real life mm. and so you want to be in that gang of course you do like it's like you want you know you want to be in the goonies you just want to be part of something that only works when you're all firing on all cylinders like this podcast like this podcast honestly i'm being just sincerity corner for a second yeah i do talk about this like sometimes we just get in like we three of us it's like we've got a mind melt very rarely it happens but sometimes it does and it's like i'm not even thinking it's just we're like all running the same way and thinking the same thing mm. but still just like fizzing back and forth and it's it's amazing that was, that was in 2019 that happened didn't it? I think in it December. happened once yeah <laughs> no I know the episode the net versus hackers <laughs> no because that was just me for like trying not to vomit like so that not then oh bless you but as so you, get off, it would be awful if they wiped half of this podcast out because it'd be like all of you and half of Chris <laughs> and then it'd just be me left with half of Chris <laughs> with half of but Chris. if it was his top half yeah, that's pretty sad you can't what see if it was, what if it was the, the bottom half of all of us <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying much fairer <laughs> So for all this, like, I call it mercy. It's like, no, mercy is just everyone's bottom half. <laughs> I mean, we're, talking, we're making it very human specific because other people might have, like, their brains in their bums on other planets. <laughs> That's so then, true. That dead. is a word. They're yeah. dead. So it can't just be the bottom half. It's the, it's the less useful half of half the universe. Okay. Uh, anyway. No, no. Yeah, that works, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So whatever species you are, yeah. it's very species specific yeah. and you lose the half that is not really that important. important like, for survival, I don't need yeah. my, I, you know, I can sort of, I can tie off my intestines wow. <laughs> into a bag. So I don't, I don't need my bum. Do you think you would just leave plastic bags around for everyone as well? Like there's going to be a lot of blood. So there you go. That was a clue. This should have been more of a how, like a whodunit. It's like Thanos is planning something. Every planet he goes to. <laughs> Just, sort of, just walks around putting plastic bags on the ground. That's that's it. And a mop. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so anyway, Thanos gets to enjoy his sunrise. This is a, just a complicated ending because you're like, good for you. Mm. You deserve it. Yeah. You've worked really and, hard. And I will say that in the run up to this, I, I read some of the comics that to, for, for clues as to what might happen in the film. Uh, Jim Starlin is the guy who created Thanos. He wrote Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War comics. And, and this is a direct panel from, I think it's Infinity Gauntlet. Seeing Thanos in that setting, just sitting down on his porch, just chill. Just chilling. So it was quite exciting watching the film. Oh my God, they've recreated one of the yeah. most famous shots yeah. from this comic. And it's so the opposite of what, you know, sort of comic book, the things you grow up with, it's like, I want to rule the world and I want to have a big castle and have loads of people work for me and do mm. whatever I want. He just wants some peace and quiet yeah. and now he's got it. It's great. That, that'll do, pig. That'll yeah. do. <laughs> I can finally rest and watch the sun rise yeah, on a just, grateful universe. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, it's, 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 it's beautiful. And, and then run credits and we see Nick Fury turn to Ash. I think so that the filmmakers can allow us to hear him nearly say motherfucker. Which he uh, did repeatedly on set, and apparently everyone found it very amusing. Oh, very, very funny. Very amusing. The crew laughed a lot, because every take he said the full motherfucker and let them cut it in post. But, yeah, it's good. It's good. It is. It's actually more effective... Because you get a moment longer with a character who had no idea what was going to happen kind of thing. It's also effective because in both these movies, this is the only time you really see 
real world civilian effects yes. as a result of it's the like snap. Bird box, when that helicopter like. goes into the building, you're like, well, this is, I'm seeing that. Because you don't even see it in Endgame, you see the aftermath, but you don't ever see, apart from this moment, you know, what happens if you're a, pa- I mean, fuck, if you're a passenger in that helicopter, you don't vanish, but the pilot does, and then you go into a building. Yeah. You ain't coming back when they redo this. You, I mean, you are dead, <laughs> oh, yeah, dead. So that true. sucks because you survived the snap, but you, yeah. where, your pilot didn't, and so you crash into a building. Very true. Uh, that's the end of the film. I think there was an actual really big thing about that at the time. I think a lot of people go, so what happens to the people on planes who, like, you know... It's like, a story. Do they reappear in midair where the plane was when they were snapped out of existence? And I think the Russos had to sort of go... Go away. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, I know no, I'm paid a lot of money, but <laughs> this is be... too much now. Imagine being in one of those panels and you're like, question from the back, what happens <laughs> when they're in the plane? And you're like, just remember the money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is this my comp? I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. When I said just remember the money, I mean, they're probably remembering them. <laughs> Money. What? Whatever you need to. What's up? Oh, no more questions. Great. Back to the hotel. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it. So- Tony's here. Robert's here. <laughs> 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 I got some. I got some notes for Endgame. <laughs> Running after them. Go away. All right. What's your best scene, Alex? Uh, the best scene is fact. Uh, <laughs> it is Thor arriving on the battlefield in Wakanda. The fact that Stormbreaker comes through first. It's beautiful. It's brilliant. The way he's flanked by Rocket and Grooks. I love Rocket. It's just. Uh, it's just fantastic. Closely followed by Steve Rogers arriving. At, and it always feels weird to say this. Edinburgh Waverley Station. <laughs> Which is deserted. <laughs> What's yours? It's the snap. Mm. Uh, and the memory mm. of the gasps in the cinema as it was unfolding before our eyes is something I'll never forget. So I had a weird moment when they did the snap and people stopped because <laughs> like, it took me probably till I got out of the cinema for the reality check to kick in and go... Well, obviously they haven't just fucking killed their money-making <laughs> characters. But for that that brief period, as I was walking out, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then you sort of get, like, you step out into the bright day. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. They're not it's, idiots. Oh, they're still alive. I'll go get engaged. Uh, <laughs> but also, um, I thought, because I, I, I don't know whether you have this, I have so many conversations where people go, uh, have you seen it? And I go, no. And they go, right, not a spoiler, but... And you're like, that's a fucking spoiler. They didn't tell you, did they? And no, no, they didn't tell me the snap, but they was like, oh, my God, the end. I'm like, that's a spoiler. Yeah, it's annoying. Like, because you, you haven't <laughs> told me what happens, but you've said, basically... It's going to be... Uh, you're going to be... Blah, blah, blah. And so I thought it was when Tony Stark gets stabbed on Titan by Thanos for about five minutes until he's like, oh, I'm sealing Just my wound. Yeah, I was like, that was the thing. Tony Stark's dead. But the trouble is, when someone sets shit like, because you, it's quite these films are quite binary. Like this bad thing will or will not happen. Mm. So someone's gone oh, the end, and then they're like, he can destroy half the universe. You're like, oh, we're going to do that then. <laughs> That's annoying. It's not going to be something else. Is it? Uh, so mine is a snap also because it's a bold thing to do and unexpected, and I liked it. And they talked about that a lot. Like you know, the good guys are supposed to win, and they didn't. And I like that. Um, what's your most valuable ever, Chris? It is Sarah Halley Finn. 
Um, literal most valuable ever because I did once write an article why Sarah Halley Finn is Marvel's secret weapon. She has cast every single one of these films. Oh, really? We've got the full ensemble here. That's why I've not picked an actor for any of these most valuable because it's the ensemble's incredible. It's it's pointless picking an actor, but she's barely put a foot wrong. I think across these twenty two films up to now, this part of the genius of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is how well. Pretty much every character has been cast, and so, so much credit to her. That's it's like nice. the, uh, the Dad's Army reboot's exactly the same. Yeah, I bet it is. Toby Jones is Captain That was really well cast. Uh, I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never saw it, but uh, uh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye uh, is John Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Did she do that as well? Got, uh, uh, no. Oh. I'm just saying it's a, it's a similar what thing. What's okay. you would <laughs> da- that Daniel Mays as Walker. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Blake Harrison as Pike. Yeah. So it's, it's a brilliantly cast movie. <laughs> so Sarah Halley Finn. Great, thanks. Chris. Alex. What about you? Uh, well, it'd be stupid to pick anything but an actor. So, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I almost want to give it to the writers, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, because uh, I do think the script is magnificent, magnificent. But... Um, without wanting to take too much away from them, as you mentioned at the start, there's a lot of uncredited cooks standing around that broth from James Gunn to Drew Pearce to the cast themselves. So it is Thanos and everyone who went into creating him as this villain, from Josh Brolin into the writers to the VX, uh, VFX team, he is inevitably... IMVW. He's inevitable. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 and I was going to say earlier, like when you first saw images of him, you thought, oh no, this is good. Because just a still on a computer screen, you're like, oh no, he looks a bit like a and willy. Also- <laughs> oh, is this going to work? Also, the, even those tiny little cut scenes at the end of Ultron, at the end of Avengers, yeah. he didn't look, he wasn't no, quite he right. like a big raisin. Yeah. Yeah. Very too bright, his skin was too bright. But yeah, they got it. They got it right here. So for everyone who went into creating Thanos. Mine is also Thanos first. Nice. Then Josh Brolin second. Uh, his voice is amazing. And then just the whole effects team third. <laughs> I think the effects are incredible. I think they did get nominated for an Oscar. Maybe did they win? Don't know. Anyway, those are mine. Uh, what would you change, Alex? Uh, did I mention uh, Tony's uh, boot cut, cut camo outfit? It's uh, it's bad. No, it's uh, we, we sort of talked about it. Um, it like... The relationships I care about, Rocket and Group, Peter Parker and Tony, none of them are romantic. Uh, and I just, I, I think as you started saying, and I was like, oh, it's my change. But, you know, you kind of said it already. It's because these movies have such a big child fan base. Yeah. And he, like, I'm watching this as an adult and I, I don't consider them kids movies. I know you guys do, but I don't. But I am aware that a lot of kids love these. So they have to paint the romantic relationships just such broad strokes and mm. such inoffensive strokes that, e- that even me who loves these movies can't relate to them because they're not adult relationships yeah, they're I not grown-up relationships they're not engaging in a way that adults do they're talking in a way that kids go great i understand yes and so i just think because i know the change shouldn't just be highlighting a problem uh, my change is I would like an R-rated cut of Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. you are not War, the only one. Where Vision and Wanda, or Viz, gets it on. Viz oh, on. Probably all of them wow. at the same time. Mm. Subreddit, honestly. Like, Wowza. Find your people. <laughs> yeah, I'm go- I, 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 that's great. I'm going to head on there. Because is there any artwork to go <laughs> I with it? There is. I, bet there, I bet there is as well. What's yours? Um, you know how some people can turn their tongue in a loop and some people yes, can't. Yes, I do know that, yeah. I, I can't think that, that. that applies to a few things. I think this film should build up to an amazing climax where Thanos realises he can't snap his fingers. 
<laughs> and he's just going like this. I'm miming it, but he can't get it to work. <laughs> we won the day! I mean, talking about that, I did think this for the first time. You know where they get it half off on Titan? Yes. I'm like, have you ever worn, like, a metal glove for any length of time. I haven't. Right. Have you? I, I, I'm aware of the, the smell. You know, like your watch. On what, a... you a fucking blacksmith? Why are you wearing a metal glove? I don't understand. Yeah. Ruby and um, but, uh, yeah, is that true? What? Is it just... But, uh, oh, for God's sake. But like, imagine, you know, the, the metal under the, 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 the face of your watch. Yep. Like on a hot day. Yeah. And you slide that back and you yeah. sniff your wrist. <laughs> Right, I, it be no, I don't it, know that. It, it stinks, <laughs> and I just can't get out of my head how much Thanos's hand must smell <laughs> when they pull that off. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm redoing my R-rated cut change. I think they should pull it off, and Peter Cross go, fucking hell, <laughs> how long have you had that on in, in these hot spaceships? Okay, all right, fine. Mm. Fine. All right. Do you want to know my change? Yes. But this might have happened. So, <laughs> so just tell me if I missed it. Right. Thanos's thing. There are too many people in the universe. I can snap my fingers and I can reduce everything by half, and that is balance, right? And that he chooses that way because that's Random. what he's like. Randomly. Randomly. Right. Shush. And I get all of that. However, he could snap his fingers and he could provide twice as much stuff, right? <laughs> so I need to... <laughs> a couple more planets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can do anything. Oh, fuck. But no, but you, you can write that. It's like there is a way, a way of plenty, and I don't choose that way or whatever. No, because then he'd be a villain, villain. Because if he had that option and still chose to snap, then he's more of a villain he this is like he's you understand him that's why you like you said but he does end. have that option because he can do anything yeah but they don't signpost that because yeah. then he would be a villain to wipe out half the universe whereas this is mercy well double, yeah double the universe yeah double <laughs> size. more universe even though it is infinite yeah so that's, that's double <laughs> infinite though yeah, yeah. yeah. infinity in times infinity two. yeah infinity times two yeah, yeah. yeah. i just squared. wanted a moment where he's like i could have done it like that but i'm fucking mad no, so i'm not he'd be a villain you can't disagree with my change no, so i love weird. it yeah sure i like it I like it, Vicky. <laughs> I forgot new rules. Yeah, uh, new rules. no, they have. They first rule we ever had. No, they've come in now. Uh, the, 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 the new rules are active. Chris, you have a question for us? Or, or, I do. Yeah. I do. Just oh, a yeah. quick one. Just a quick one. We've been talking a long time. Who is your favourite Avenger and why, Vicky? Thor. Uh, he's fit as fuck. <laughs> that really... That's enough. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there we go. That's, that's... That was really brief. Yeah. Now, did you have more to say? No. Right. Okay. Uh, Alex. Rocket, because he's fit as fuck. <laughs> uh, and also, because, uh, no spoilers, because I know some people have been going, are there going to be any Guardians 3 spoilers? Because I think it's out on Friday on home viewing. Uh, so no spoilers, but Rocket. And also... It what? was at the pictures, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but a lot of, I know, but a lot of people didn't go to the pictures to see it. Might be waiting for it to come onto VOD. Uh, for you on demand. I know. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> and um, and I don't want to spoil it. But anyway, when you watch Guardians 3, I, I like that Rocket's story in that, coupled with how much fun he is as a character and his pain and everything, I love Rocket. Okay. What's yours, Chris? Hulk. Really? I love Hulk. It's because I haven't picked an actor as an MVW at all, so this is my chance to say Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and we disagreed about it last week, but yeah, I felt like he changed the game when he came in and played Hulk. He's, I find him a much more interesting character now. He's much better than the other two, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and, and it's because I've always loved Hulk since a kid, since I was a kid, and this was the first time I felt I connected with him on the cinema screen. This is the first nice. movie, Infinity was the first time he actually... Banner engages with Hulk directly in conversation when he goes, What do you mean, no? Yeah, why can't he get it up? Why is that? It's not that he can't. What, do you, are you serious? 
get it, but you're using get it up to mean turn into the Hulk. Yes. yes. Right. Okay. I don't know what else so is going the, on for him. So but that is what I mean. So the fan theory was that because Thanos kicked the shit out of Hulk, oh, Hulk did. was frightened to come out. Oh, that makes sense. The Russos have said, not really. That's not how we were doing it. Oh, but they had that's more time fine. in this Q and A. That's fine. But we feel like he's just pissed off with him because it, it, he spent more time on screen in, in Ragnarok. He spent more time as Thor, and he feels like uh, Banner Hulk. is using him and will only um, he only wants Hulk when he's fighting right. he's got no interest in using Hulk at any other time and Hulk's had enough of just being brought out okay. to, to punch All right. and so for that reason he's having a huff basically that makes sense thank you and Ragnarok is worth watching okay. mm. I'll watch it very good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's one to watch with the boys okay yeah yeah, yeah. alright great there stuff yeah. uh, right that is it then that is Infinity War done <sighs> three down one to go on Thursday. But before we get there, after our Avengers marathon, let's look ahead to the pairing next week and a clue from V. That's right. I do have a clue. Uh, Are you ready? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was the one at the start who was like, just let Victoria do her <laughs> clue. Right, I'm going to do it Chris at you. Was the one. Why are you looking at me like I'm the villain always? <clears throat> right, you re- you, this, I've got nothing to worry about. You stopped trying to psych me out, all right? So, are you ready? <laughs> No, you look at the floor. <laughs> look at the floor. You can look at me. Right, you ready? Mike? I would... Because I've got something to prove to him. I've got nothing to prove to you. <laughs> you, haven't. you haven't. Come on, Vicky. All Obviously, right. just do it. There'll be no, there's, there'll be no recriminations. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is a safe space. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. It's, uh, it's the Ebony Moore line. It's like, if Vicky doesn't deliver a good clue, <laughs> there will be judgment. <laughs> Are you ready? These films let nature take its course of evil. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. It's course of evil. Is <laughs> no, I, I buttoned it with of evil. These films let nature take its course of evil. Course of okay. Yeah. Oh, you can just you can cut it. I don't mind it being. I don't I, mind an edit. I, I did. These films let. Why nature are you take looking it. at me? I'm, I don't even edit this. <laughs> no, Jesus. I mean, I'll take notes. I, I can take notes. <laughs> Do you want notes or do you not want notes? It's like I know you can be more than one thing, but it's like. Pick a lane. <laughs> All right, come on, let's get out. We're let's done. get out. That's it, we're finished. Okay, great. So, that's your clue. Nature's on course for evil. Piss off. <laughs> I was really upset then. <laughs> uh, we're going to be back on Thursday talking Endgame and announcing which film is victorious, which out of all four Avengers films we consider the best. Until then, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ClashPod. Back on Thursday. Have a great week. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.